commence primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! From the bright center of the galaxy, I'm Greg Skondak, and you're listening to Core World News. Your holiday news ever's running in-depth coverage of the latest stories from every sector of the galaxy. This week, we join your hosts in the treetops of Kashyyyk for a special holiday episode of Core World News. Take it away, Ben. All right, thank you, Rex. It is a beautiful weather here in Kashyyyk. Uh, it's very balmy. Some mm-hmm. birds chirping. It's a nice, mm-hmm. it's a nice, nice place. It's good, good, good place. Your trees are swaying in the wind. Yep. That's right. There's lots of orbs um, glowing. Yep. It's it's wonderful. I'm not at all. Someone just handed me an furious orb. about being cold. <laughs> it's fine. It's good. It's all good. Yeah, that's right. It's warm here. <laughs> yep. It's constant forest jungle. There's a bunch of Wookies you can snuggle if you get cold. It's great. <laughs> Yeah, so a uh, special special edition here this week. Yeah. We're a little bit late on our holiday episode. This is sort of a tweener uh, holiday episode, so I appreciate you holding out for it and listening to it. Um, uh, Adam, I think you had this idea, right? This is what we're gonna we're gonna talk about since it's you know a holiday of source. Let's talk about the you know the one. The, I don't know the, the, the chosen, chosen one. Yeah, the yeah. chosen one. <laughs> that seems yeah. like a holiday ish thing to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, my idea, stolen from many other uh, versions of this, uh, one of my favorite things in the world is just drafting things. Uh, like I play fantasy football every year, mostly just for the draft, and then I kind of like fall out about halfway through the season. <laughs> I, I, just, <laughs> I love the excitement of a draft, uh, and I thought it'd be fun uh, to do a round of uh, or a couple rounds of a chosen one draft, where basically uh, we're gonna I'm gonna randomly select who goes, and we have to uh, pick a character from Star Wars that we think is the chosen one. Uh, we're going to do three rounds of this, which means we'll get nine picks in total. Uh, and my favorite thing about this is it's going to get real weird <laughs> by the time we get to, you know, probably after three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. so for other people, the premise here is that yeah. there has always kind of been a chosen one, but with recent entries into canon, there's a little bit of vagueness going on and it could yeah. actually be other people, are you saying so. the prophecy were the chosen ones up for interpretation is that where you're yeah. telling me right now the prophecy so may have the, yeah. misread the prophecy may have been um <laughs> yeah my All favorite right. quote uh, i'm excited so, for some holiday fun guys yeah it's gonna be fun it's real loosey-goosey and the goal is you know uh you're, you'll name your choice uh and then you kind of have to Defended. Have to make your argument. You have to make your argument and uh, get creative. Uh, don't be shy for picking something out of left field. Uh, and I will. Uh, we have not assigned draft ordering yet. I'm going to do that live on air. How are you uh, going to do this? Well, I I have my little random number generator on my phone, uh, and I'm going to do an alphabetical order. I'm one, uh, Ben's two, and Grant's three. So I'm just going to do random number one through three and see who comes up first. That sounds right. fair. Do do do. Oh, Grant. Grant gets first oh, pick. Oh, I am very wow. excited for and this. And then, guys. oh, then Ben gets second pick, and I get third. We're going to do snake order uh, for people who are unaware of how a draft works. That's how you kind of make it fair for, for how it goes. So basically, they'll go Grant, Ben, me, me, Ben, Grant, and so on. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. All right. We're in. Um, this is a kind of So we've been actually talking about this for two podcasts. Um, we just. Yeah get a chance to record it till now um but yeah grant has some interesting ideas about this and i know he's very conflicted and so i'm chosen happy he's one? going first oh i'm gonna take i'm gonna take someone right off the board right yeah. away 
Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to make a pretty good argument for this, too. And it, I, I don't think people are going to suspect that I choose this person, this character right away. And that's Ray. I'm choosing Ooh, Ray right off right. that. And uh, I, for two, I think, major points I'd like to argue, which is my, my sort of thesis here is that obviously the prophecy goes back to first comes the day, then comes the night. After the darkness shines through the light, the difference, they say, is only made right by resolving the resolving of the gray and through refined, Je- refined Jedi sight. I have to say, I think Ray is is trying to interpret the Jedi in a new way and therefore looking mm. deeply into Luke's teachings, the books, the sacred texts, everything about the Jedi, the history of the Jedi. And then in so in the last battle, she even says she's the last, she's all the Jedi. And um, uh, I feel like she has gleaned some sort of new knowledge from the entirety of of the Jedi order, the entire, the entire sort of knowledge base of the Jedi order. And so I have to, that, and then also, um, you know, many people might say Anakin's the chosen one. And there've been, you know, obviously in the Plagueis novels and other sorts of, uh, media, it's talked about how Anakin is, could have, could very well be the sort of creation of Sidious or in Plagueis, a sort of like uh, dark creation or just this strange, you know, uh, natural miracle. But um, it's argued kind of either way by the fan base and has been for a long time. And uh, I would argue Ray is also a product of dark science and sort of if you want to argue in that direction. So I would just say she also could be an anomaly in the force, much like Anakin was and uh, and treat and should be treated as such. And thus I pick Ray as a chosen one. Wow. So um, I'm curious, what was the text that you read from? I think the it was like a journal of the wills. I think it's in uh, the novelization of like the Force Awakens or yeah. mm-hmm. something. It's like the first thing that's uttered that you in the, before the sequels trilogy sort of begins in the novels, I believe. Yeah, so, yeah. As much as the movies don't mess around so much with the chosen one prophecy, the no. novel novelizations do do bring it up a little bit. Yeah. It's in there, so I like that choice. I like that pick. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think you know, there's a when I was doing just a little bit of research because I'm like, all right, let me see if I can find how much of the prophecy I can find. Cause there's no like, Oh, and this is the actual prophecy. It's all hearsay. And there are some books, but a lot of it comes from, uh, from legends material. They, they talked about it a lot more in legends and yeah. Duke Cannon uh, has been delicate about how it sort of deals with that prophecy as they, you know, created this secret. And I want to say it's in the Force Ray. Awakens novel that I found this, um, just in the, in the prologue, I think, portion. Yeah, okay. I, yeah, I, and I, you know, that's something to be said of why we're doing this, right? Like, it's, it's odd that you think about it. Like, the first movie in the Skywalker saga, or, or first in terms of, of episode order, begins with a prophecy. Yeah. We get nine movies in this entire saga, and still past the ninth movie, we can still do this. Right. And and I kind of appreciate that. I've, I've talked about this before. I like the fact that we don't get a clean cut answers. Prophecies are one of my least favorite devices in in pretty much anything you can do. But I appreciate a prophecy that's never actually completely dissected. Right. Where it's not explained to you. Explained. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It's like even yeah. we've seen the outcome and we don't know the answer yet, um, which is fun. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm going second here, and I'm gonna take the low hanging fruit because sooner or later we have to talk about it. I, you gotta go with the you, you know it's first your first mm-hmm. round. You gotta do it. Gotta do it. I mean, so because pretty much all day long, the like I'm like, well, this isn't really a dialogue. You're just explaining why you like it, and I guess we could we could try and hack your theories to bits, but I know they're sound because it's you guys. Um, but the answer is, you know, the the one back is like, yeah, but 
Anakin, right? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anakin's okay, the chosen Anakin. one. If you Wikipedia, that says the chosen yeah. one, and there's a picture of Anakin Skywalker there. Um, there's, you know, I, I've got a couple of quotes here. The, the one, ver- the, if, if we want to go like scientific, um, a vessel of pure for- force, the chosen one will be more powerful than any Jedi in history. Um, and that came from actually Plagueis, but um, so not yeah. necessarily canon. Um, a Jedi will come to destroy the Sith and bring balance to the Force. Um, but the, but you know, could we not insert other likely chosen ones, or, or I guess um, debatable chosen ones? Could we not insert that into those same descriptions? I mean, like that's you you, you totally could, but pure Force. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I yeah. know. I, yeah, it's. That's 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 the, the fans more... might vote with you, honestly, Ben. I think that's it's the safest bet. Like you said, when you look it up in the and the Wikipedia's and the the visual dictionaries, it's Anakin Skywalker's picture is not far from yeah chosen yeah, yeah. text. Yeah. Qui Gon starts it off. He's like, "This is the chosen one." I mean, far be it for me to argue with Qui Gon Jinn. You know what I mean? Right. And um, you know, he thought it was true, but it, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm just making the argument there. That's it, it's for a long time. It's pointed towards Anakin, and then the sequels happen, and then it's like, well, that suddenly there's all these other ideas that you know that could that could possibly happen because it's you know as soon as actually it's not even the the sequels is like as soon as we found out that Darth Sidious wasn't dead, um, that it was sort of that that put a question mark on it. But uh, yeah. Sure uh, does. Because it's like, you know, it's supposed to destroy the Sith, but it's like, did he destroy the Sith? And like, you know, if the Sith and, and the Jedi, again, I think we're getting uh I I guess bureaucracy had corrupted the Jedi at this point and they were kind of getting bloated and uh, obviously almost like policing the galaxy and maybe maybe that that's what the the whole prophecy was about, sort of taking out both sides. Um yeah, bringing yeah. down the numbers of both light and dark, sort of balancing yeah. the force. And I mean, if you want to make the point that Anakin is the, did that basically, it's that, that make that makes perfect sense. That that's yeah. that actually right. He boiled it down. He, he did he, do he, that, and it's it's he, terrible. Yeah. It's a horrific act, but yeah. uh, it's yeah. it's it kind of plays to what the prophecy, the actual wording of the prophecy. And that's a tough thing, right? With Anakin, I think the argument always is if he's a chosen one, it's less about like chosen one doesn't mean like you are this like thing of virtue. You, you are like the will of the force embodied, right? And the right. force wanted it, if you're arguing for Anakin, wanted it to be pure. Like, like that, I always think about when we see the Jedi Order in the prequel trilogy, they aren't corrupt, but they are like two footsteps away from being corrupt, right? Yeah. Like, like they are, they are lead, they're, they're going down a dark path. And we see them go down that dark path all through that prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you expect sort of when you see, cho- you know, here chosen one, this like shining knight that's flawless and comes and saves the day. And maybe a mythology that happens. But and if you want to yeah. take the the approach of the whole law of conservation of the force uh, sure. sort of approach, yeah, um, yeah. all the force then is it becomes empowered. It, it's even stronger of of a, of a life force kind of running through the galaxy if all the Jedi are taken out, and there's only just a few Sith, and then you have Rey and Kylo rising and. Kylo's stopping blaster fire and Ray is lifting like a hundred rocks at once. It's like maybe the force is just right. You know, it's just strong, strong at that point. Yeah. yeah. And and I so, will say, I do think, I mean, this is the other thing we don't really know about the nature of the force, right? Which is also fantastic. But I do believe in a sort of that, you know, there's a lot of talk of balance in the force. Mm-hmm. And I think that the chosen one prophecy interacts with balance. Like, so there's, it's not pre yeah, absolutely. 
it's like you can still alter it and the right Plagueis Insidious altered the nature of the force and created Anakin. Uh, and, but so if we know that happened, so it's like, it could happen in other ways too. You know, the Sidious was there to turn the chosen one to the dark side. And so like the force, I feel like evolves a little bit and, you know, it's like, well now it's, it's there. And so these other good things will happen or it's just it, essentially you could argue that the prophecy gets kicked. There's a can that gets kicked down the road proverbially to other people later. But um, I, well, that's really interesting. I like this idea. We'll get, and, and something I haven't thought about this idea of like the force as this, you're talking about like conservation of energy and equal and opposite reaction yeah right like it is reacting to the fact that sidious is manipulating it right and the fact that the sith for millennia you know based on the old eu which is most of it's been recanonized at this point this rule of two right like they've boiled their power down to two and so like the the force is eventually like we have to do the same thing for the the light side right like it has to happen and it's not there's no judgment there's no whatever but it's just this idea of force as as an energy i also like the idea of the force having a sense of humor like i almost want to be too where it's like it's like of course your granddaughter is the one who takes you out you yeah there's some wry irony in uh in the force i think i think it's like yeah yeah. um (laughs) all right so so i get i get uh i get i get two choices in a row because of the snake order sure uh draft order so i i think these three Ray, Anakin, and my third choice, we're going to go one, two, and three in some order. And and it was all a matter of like where they fall. And so I'm not saying this because I want to rush past my choice. I'm just more excited about later draft stuff because then it gets real weird. But oh, sure. by the, the third choice, which would have gone one, two, or three, is Luke. Like it, it, you have to order, you, you have to argue that Luke is 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 a candidate and a major candidate for the chosen one because he accomplishes everything that Ray and Anakin accomplished. And is the bridge between those two characters, if you think yeah. about it, right? Like, like he defeats multiple Sith, right? He defeats his father. He takes his father out of the equation, which is a really horrible way to say this, but he turns him to good, right? He brings yeah. Anakin back to the light side. He both defeated he, him and turned him. And turned him, right? Like, he did both. He de- defeats Palpatine once, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's, it gets a little more complicated when we talk about the sequel trilogy, but the sequel trilogy brings that into balance, and I'll choose that word, by the fact that he did train Rey. And that weirdly, you look at that character in terms of storytelling, and he's in, ex- he's in self-exile until the force is unbalanced again, right? And then he yes. needs to train Rey. And he spends the entire episode eight not wanting to train Ray, right? Not wanting to do this. Yeah. And he's forced to do it, right? Like, yeah. like the, the, the force forces him to get back <laughs> as into much the game. as you could argue that Anakin's part of the, you know, he's pivotal in these dark side junctions of the, mm-hmm. the shift, the major shifts mm-hmm. in the force. Luke's there for the big light side junction junctions, you know, yeah. saving his yeah. father uh, to training Ray to make the difference that she yeah. makes all that stuff. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's it's and obviously it's the uh, Dave Filoni likely thinks it's Luke, given that there's that rebel ep- rebels episode where Darth yep. Maul asks, is he the chosen one to Obi-Wan? And Obi-Wan yep. says, yes, he is the chosen one. And that's yeah. said verbatim in, it is in, said, in yeah. Star Wars. So right. that's almost the best piece of evidence you could present. To yeah, it's, it's hard not to take that yeah. as, as as the end all be all. And, yeah. and the other thing <laughs> is like, so he is still there for like he is so pivotal in Ray's training that Ray at the beginning of episode nine is just looking, seeking Luke out basically, Mm -hmm. right. Trying to commune again with Luke at the end of episode eight, he just says a couple of words to Kylo Ren. See you around kid. Right. 
And we know that that is implanted in Kylo or Ben Skywalker throughout episode nine. That once again, with combination with his sister, maybe someone would mention his sister later, possibly, um, brings brings him back, right? Like, so he's even somewhat responsible, though I'd say most of it goes to Leia, for bringing Ben back to the light side, right? So we kind of get both those things happening. So that's my argument for Luke. I, I, I don't have a ton more to say, but I think it's I think it's there. If the rise of Skywalker never happened, I'd be on board with both your picks. But because that movie exists in the canon, I'm, it's tough. I'm gonna it's stay tough. with Ray as my pick. It's it's real <laughs> tough. I have to say that it, there's a lot of like there's a lot if of. If like, Rise of Skywalker did not exist, I think you guys would be in the winning well, category. I, you know what a perfect transition to my number four pick. <laughs> All right. Yeah, go for it. Do you want to know who my chosen one is? Number four in the draft. Well, Let's yeah. go. Let's hear. Let's get Palpatine. Weird. Oh, it, I see. I see. For me, it had to be one of the two at the end there. <laughs> at the end, yeah. being all of the somethings. Yeah. Let's... Yeah. All right. It gets weird early here for me because I have my other pick that I was like, "Is that my?" Because I pick. I pick. The problem with the snake draft is I pick like three, four, and ninth. Right, because Obi Wan at one point, I think, who's to say the chosen one has to be a Jedi at all? No, right. right? Using point, right, kind yeah. of Ben's argument, right? Just yeah. the will of the Force personified. Personified, yeah. sure. Personified. Yeah, yeah. There we go. We got. I, I may have myself a little before this, but <laughs> we'll move forward. Um, so here's my argument: if if the chosen one is meant to. And that's the big question. We don't know what the chosen one is actually meant to do. But if the chosen one is meant to bring an end to the Sith, as Obi-Wan argues, right? In episode three, you weren't meant to join them. You were meant to destroy them. Who destroyed the Sith better than Palpatine? <laughs> I mean, Just, that's a stretch, I, but okay. I No, I think about it. Think about it. Like he, So he brings Anakin into the Sith, who destroys him. Right. Right. Like, the first time. Then he spends all of episode nine, presumably episode seven, eight, and nine, because they're all canon now, trying to bring Ray to the light to the dark side, and who ultimately destroys him, but his own granddaughter that he helped create through silent science and dark magic. <laughs> right. You could argue he's like the most Oedipus Oedipus since Oedipus, right? Yeah. Like, he yeah. like it was like always prophesized that his son would, you know, it would be defeated right. by like his his progeny or something. And then he's, he spends his whole time trying to stop that from happening. And then yeah. it happens anyways. Exactly. Like sense of humor in the force. Exactly. Yeah, it's like it's a, within it's the his of the own. There's, yeah. It's like he's a mastermind, but within his own his own plans. Yeah. There in a rise a threat. It's it's actually in his own yeah structured narrative that he's created Again. everything. There could be not once, that's, yeah. but twice he does it to himself <laughs> twice. Yeah. And the, the, the rule of two, which existed since Darth Bane. So for a thousands of years, I think, is that the, the time frame for Darth Bane? At least yeah. a thousand years. I think at it least ends thousand, on his yeah. watch. Several hundred. I think it's like 600. Yeah. Several hundred. Yeah. 600 yeah. years, several hundred years. It ends on his watch. Yeah. The Sith are destroyed because know. of Palpatine's I mean, hubris. He ran yeah. the galaxy for a measly 30 years or 20 years or something. Yeah. Hardly a, is a, an empire. And then... Um, drop in a bucket. Yeah, drop in the bucket. Like, he was... But, 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 where, was like, where's the refined oh. Jedi site? Where's the sort of, like... How, how does he exhibit any sort of Jedi behavior, understanding... He seems to say he he does say he understands everything the Jedi have to offer and sort of wants to go beyond that. And it's all about the dark side. But 
does he really know everything about the Jedi Order? Does he know no. all like the the higher teachings of the the, the masters and grandmasters and all that sort of no. stuff? No. Like no. I he doubt had, it. He I, had I have the whole to think Empire's not. resources to gather all those artifacts and like he. I mean, he probably has read more. I have to think Jedi, uh, uh, Ray and Luke, and I feel like Anakin and, and Obi Wan were kind of wartime Jedi, and therefore didn't get to really study like Luke and yeah. Ray did. You know, yeah. so yeah, yeah. You never see their heads in books. Yeah, it was no, like you never. Yeah, Obi Wan, no. you imagine did that, but Anakin he was, was too busy. A kid. He was. He's a field yeah. guy. Like yeah, he was. Yeah. Him with his Satine, like he enjoyed his the field missions. I feel like oh, he yeah. was he was like getting out there. <laughs> yeah, but it's just because he was such a natural. He was just like the Jedi, so he just like did stuff. Yeah, people should have been exactly. writing books about him. <laughs> wow, I mean, we took a lot of characters off the board. Palpatine, that's a that's a stretch. I don't know. I don't know if I can get there. I, I, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of I, a lot of sh- he, uh, like history shaping with that character, but yeah, I don't know. I just I, I know. with all of his playing, he took the Sith off the board. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. Uh, yeah. Again, again, this is where we get to, right? Because it's like the further down you go, the harder it is to make the argument. But I think there's something yeah. there. Uh, ben. I think there's some, oh, I call, yeah. there's, there's two or three really good arguments left. Um, there are, there are. And yeah. I was, I was debating. It's, it's, again, yeah. I will say this is a reach pick, right? Like yeah, this is absolutely. But remember, you I'm not wanted picking, to make this one. It's important, I, and I'll I, never look at these the, are all game changers. Game. Everyone again, so I, I would start him week two. I'll trade him week three. Yeah. Uh, but like it, it is. I will just say I'm not picking again until listen. Uh, these are all better nine. than the last round. The so, last round is going to get very obscure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got I got the last pick, so I'm not sure. We'll see okay. if my uh, the person I I penciled in remains there. Uh, yeah. But Ben, take, we, might have, take we might have to go to commercial break. <laughs> the last three picks. Yeah. Yeah, is it, is it brought to you by Draft uh, Kings? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely. And with the fifth round in the chosen yeah. one draft, well, you got me so riled up on Obi Wan. I almost want to pick him, but I don't think I can actually make. <laughs> oh, really? It. Wow, not for sure. Okay. Yeah, I might be able to make that argument, um, but you know, I mean, he was there for Luke and facilitated a lot of stuff. All right, well, who are you gonna pick? Who are you gonna? No, pick? no, no. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna again. I'm gonna go low hanging fruit. I'm gonna go Leia. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's so hard not to choose her for number four. Yeah, yeah. Number four, right? Yeah. And because I mean, like that line that Filoni wrote, like with Maul and Obi Wan, was sort of written before the Obi Wan series was done. Yeah. And now you're like, oh wow, like she was a tutor of you know Ben a little bit, like knew a little bit of him enough to name her child after him, mm-hmm. uh, or respected him that much. And then um, you know, obviously. She's the same blood as Luke. You know, you could say Anakin, like, what if the Chosen One's only job was to be super powerful in the Force and then have kids, you know? And then... Yeah. Because you could also say, like, he gave birth to a dyad with Luke and Leia. I mean, both super powerful in the Force. They never really got a chance to operate next to each other. Right. um, But performed duties in the galaxy uh, on indifferent, you know, um, silos that really helped um save the save the day kill the the sith and and save the galaxy um you know the you could say the uh the rebellion was leia and um you know yeah. she was a beacon of hope that really you know fomented the whole thing she obviously trained ray um she probably spent more time training ray than luke did um if we're if we're gonna get technical and count sure mm-hmm. you know? 100 percent 
yeah. Yeah, she's the big <clears throat> difference maker. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and if it's like it could be Luke, it could be Leia, right? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll, I think she's a she's a fair a fair choice. But I mean, you you could almost say, yeah. like, oh, is the chosen one the dyad of Luke and Leia? I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I I'm ashamed that I didn't pick her, but I, I kind of had to pick Palpatine just for my yeah. own sake. Um, but no, I think I think I think the fact that like she was integral in not one but two rebellions or resistances, right? Like yeah. he, she also, as much as Palpatine took himself out twice, Leia was integral in taking out Palpatine twice as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a it's a it's a very good pick because she does train Rey. We also know she has a Jedi past. We also know yep. that she's the face and heart of the rebellion. Um, yeah, she's been she's been fighting back the dark as well as building the light her entire life, and that's sort of it, she's sort of made the difference after the the Great Jedi Purge and and sort of yeah. the fall of the Jedi. She made the difference in sort of restoring the light to the galaxy, and so yeah, yeah, she, she definitely brings, fits into the prophecy. Yeah. yeah, she brings Ben back from. The dark side, right? I mean, that's not my reading of that. Of that is always that she, yeah, connected, yeah, kind of created Han in Ben's mind, um, and and brought him oh, back, yeah. and and he oh, was not bad. That's wild. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always my reading of that. Is that like she was? That's why she disappears. That she was. Yeah. She was using her the last of her energy to con to to kind of like you know, talk to talk to sure. her son through her father. With his father. Yeah. yeah, which would knew, which would be heartbreaking for him. Um, and brought him back to the light side, which is integral to Palpatine's ending, right? Because Rise of Skywalker, yeah. best holiday watch for the Star Wars. Oh, I, it's we'll tough. I will say, that's a really great aside. Uh, I will say The Force Awakens. So I have some holiday movies that... Holiday I watch, we're talking every, about. Holiday watch playlist. Holiday yeah. watches. Um, yeah. And there are a lot of like mostly like like fun, like... Not like your fun whatever, plus, romp, plus, almost like yeah, this is where Return but, of the Jedi like, lives. This is where Return of Je the Return Jedi lives. <laughs> but I will say, like, for some reason, you know, if you think about it, Empire Strikes Back starts snowy, right? But the fact it's that... It's pretty good. That's it's pretty, pretty good, good, but it doesn't <laughs> end snowy. And the fact that uh, uh, The Force Awakens ends snowy oh. is why I watched that movie. And Ray's grabbing a lightsaber with the force yeah. is a moment in star wars history that i still tear up every time i watch the force awakens i tear up when ray when uses it the force to grab the lightsaber my, my rankings yeah. yes i put my yeah. oh, interesting my rankings are up now i've i put all my star wars my official you know hey guys definitive star wars ranking on letterbox so uh since this is the new year do we all at the end of this wanted to re-rank our star wars movies <laughs> i'm ready i have yeah. it ready to go yeah we could. I could use a, a re rank. All right. All right. Well, let's, uh, yeah. let's, we'll keep it in our back of our minds. That's the end of the show. That's the yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All right. I like the layup. Is, is my pick, guys? Did we yeah, do like you that? get, you get two picks in a row, layup. in fact. I'm jealous of the, oh, wow. Yeah. Two in a row. Yeah, you get two okay. in a row. I'm going to pick two right off the board that I think are, are, are good closers for me. I guess I have one more after this, but, um, no, no, that's it. These are uh, your last two because you got, oh, you start two, out with Ray. Yeah. So choose wisely. I got to go with my all time fave. Uh, Plo Kloon. Yoda. I think Yoda, Yoda quite yeah. possibly could be the number one sort of shaper of all things destiny and fate in the Star Wars storyline, given that he touches almost every storyline and makes a major difference in the lives of every character, I would say. Yeah. Even Palpatine has a vicious rivalry with this Grandmaster. It's I, I think I think Yoda is the light and sort of keeps the light 
uh, or just starts. He starts to really. He's the one who's unraveling and and sort of deconstructing the prophecy as it's happening, as it's unfolding. No one else really has that uh, sort of exterior, you know, outside the box look at everything like he does. Yep. To me, that means he's trying to. He's he's actually trying to figure out the puzzle of what it is in real time. Sees the Skywalkers and their actions, but counters their actions. Talks to other people gives them the right knowledge when they need it, unlocks understanding for so many characters, gives us the heroes in Luke, uh, you know, that we have, and 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 obviously Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon and everyone else who he's talked to um, and sort of shaping those destinies. Uh, Anakin obviously had many, many meditation sessions with Yoda. Um, yeah, and to me, he's mentioned in the same sentence as Anakin numerous times. Oh, the movie never seen a midi chlorine count, you know, as high as master Yoda's or higher than his. It's like, he, yeah, he seems to be the force incarnate of star Wars. And to yeah. me, that's what, what is the chosen one other than that? So hiding in plain sight. Yeah, and obviously yeah. telling Luke to destroy the texts was almost like that to me, that's the destruction of the old ways almost yeah. and like kind of what, it was like, you know, we don't need these the, the the old ways if we're going to start anew. And it's all, you know, you would you must do what you feel is right. You know, that's this sort of mentality. That's that's Yoda unlocking that for Luke and telling him it's not in the past. What you're what you're hunting isn't in the past. It's actually in these young lives, and they're going to make a difference in the galaxy. The youth. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. I I, I that's a great pick, and it's again. Part of me almost wants to extend this to to another round. We won't. Don't worry, uh, because it's just like the fact that Yoda drops down to number six is is kind of wild. But like, I, I think there's such a great argument to be made for him. He is integral in every single moment. Part of me always thinks back to episode five, Empire Strikes Back, where if like if Luke listened to him and didn't go to Cloud City, right? Which yeah. which is is such a dark path to think about in terms mm-hmm. of like the yeah. characters we love. Right to to do that, but from the will of the force standpoint, like that's what Yoda is. Yoda is just just lives the will of the force. The force but Yoda very voice. well could have stopped Luke from going to Best Bespin, or he could. Oh, absolutely. You know, not but he let him make his own decision. You know, and yep. so it's like Yoda also knew that it's the will of the force. But whatever this whatever this young yeah. man feeling, it could be just the the whatever his instincts are. Yeah, it's the will of the force. So. Yeah. But if Luke listened to him, he, Luke probably would have completed his training and been able to take down the Empire complete. Yeah, like go. Yeah, like let's yeah. Get, let's get organized here. Let's train. Yeah, let's go straight to you know assassinate Palpatine. Right. It would have been horrible for the characters we love. So that's why it's good Maybe, though, that it doesn't happen. As soon yeah. as- Darth Vader like realizes that it's not working. He's just going to give it up. And I mean, maybe he would kill them. I mean, but... Han, right? Han is still going to be off to uh, Jabba, and right. and then Leia. You got to assume at some point she would he would have realized she. Ooh, that's the alternate reality. Yeah. Is is he would have realized it's his daughter, and he she would he would have tried to turn her to the dark side. Oof. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeesh. All right. Let's would not go down that anymore. Wouldn't have worked, but oh, that's depressing. Might be. Um, yeah, but the fact that Yoda pops up in Episode Eight, I think, is really meaningful because, like, Luke still needs his master to remind him of what's needed, right? Like, like if Yoda doesn't show up, Luke doesn't show up on a, on a, 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 a crate. Yeah, right. I'll I'll even you know you mentioned his him talking to Luke, you know, in Empire. I'll push it back to his like last words to Anakin when An- or uh, mm. in 
you know, when Anakin's like, I'm having these nightmares and these dreams and he's like centering around a person like Yoda knows what's going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he gives him the right advice. It's like you need to let go. You need to let go of the the people that, you know, of of everything. And Anakin obviously said, yeah, that's not going to happen. But um, but it was the right advice. If Anakin had just been like, it's the whatever happens to you is the will of the force and I can't change it. Suddenly uh, Palpatine has no power over him. But, and Yoda's so humble, he would never identify as the chosen one. Like he would never. No, no, he would never. Thing. He would always reject yeah. that that, yeah, reject as, that as, as a possible. Which is again, which is one of the reasons why it's such a, one of the best. Right, it's such a good argument for him. I mean, I know it's such a cliche that Yoda is the best teacher, but come on, Yoda yeah. is the best teacher and the best parent yeah. because, like, I think about the Anakin moment, right? Like, he gives Anakin every opportunity to fess up. And that's what a parent does, right? Like, you, yeah. because he, Yoda knows the second he said, "Oh, well, I know you're in love with with Padme." Something's and troubling. Whatever. Anakin will not tell. Anakin would have shut down, right? Yeah. And that, as a parent, again, of a parent of a you're very young child, so I can't speak to being a teenager, but having been a teenager, it only works if you, as a child, go to your parent, right? If your parent comes to you and tells you what you, they think you need to hear, you're not going to hear it as a teenager, right? Yeah. And Yoda is really good with that with Luke too, right? Like you must do what you feel is right. Like you like or I guess that's uh, Obi-Wan. But this idea of um providing him with with options, opportunities, but letting him make his own decisions to make his own mistakes is really such an important thing. And then the last thing we ever hear from Yoda in episode 8, I guess we guess we hear his disembodied voice in episode 9, but like the last thing we see with him is basically like, you know, failure the best teacher is. is the best, yeah, the best teacher is. Right. Which is which is I just I, I, anyway, anyway, I just I, I, I love this pick. It's hard for me to pick anyone else yeah, after this. Tough not to <laughs> yeah. Pick, yeah. 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 I don't know. And then, um, yeah. yeah. And, uh, final pick for me. I'll just take Obi-Wan just because Damn you. if the sequel trilogies <laughs> wanted if the sequel trilogies wanted to make Obi-Wan a sort of like, uh, y- you know, uh, secret chosen one that had always been there in the story the entire time, a sort of like. Uh, the sort of like, uh, you know, I don't know, the sort of like, uh, I don't know, like a magic trick, like a sort of like he's in, mm-hmm. he's been in the stories for so long and in misdirection almost that like you always thought it was the Skywalkers, but it's really this guy who taught Luke. It's this guy who, um, uh, you know, obviously fought fought off Vader, tried to take out Vader, couldn't take out Vader. Vader maybe being a sort of embodiment of the balance. Um, that That stuff's fascinating to me. Uh, I yeah, mean, the fact that he literally Luke, became one with the force, right? You know, like to to actually gain more power, like that's I mean that's a pretty chosen one move. He's like, well, yeah, that's pretty chosen. The force, one. But then I became oh. just the living force. Yeah, he wasn't the first to commune, but he was the first one to use it, like and, in the middle of like battle. <laughs> yeah, just like and about. Yeah, yeah. And, about. and now I'm gonna pwn all of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's incredible. Um. I feel like, um, yeah, I don't. Everything about Obi Wan's life just could fits into this chosen run mold. Given he was an exceptional Jedi, Qui Gon taught him all the basics. He's also much like you're saying, where failure the greatest teacher is. Um, like he he actually reconciles with the fall of the Jedi, what that means, yeah. much like Yoda does. And I think he has these like new learnings from that and. The chosen one prophecy almost feels like it's hinting at that. It's maybe someone who's has these new learnings that they from the totality of the Jedi, and I feel like he he has those learnings. He yeah. understands what it what what the order represents post the order falling, and that's that's I think is key towards 
unlocking something deeper that you need to take down the dark or at least balance the force. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's kind I, of. There's also the sacrifice part, which we, we kind of hit out a little bit of him becoming one with the force. But like it's it's hard, right? If we're going to take Star Wars, if we're going to ignore that it was a standalone movie in 1977, yeah. right? And bring in everything else that's happened in canon. Like you have to believe if you go back to A New Hope that he didn't have to die at the hands of Darth Vader. No, not to not to say like he could have taken Darth Vader, but he could have escaped. He could have done lots of different things. He chose to to become one with the Force at that moment because if you play that game out, like let's say he survived, let's say he was just like and I'm out and runs away and gets out in the on the Millennium Falcon with everyone else and he's there. If he's just over a radio telling Luke to use the Force. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think do you think Luke would be like, okay, cool, I'm gonna listen to you? No. As Force goes though, commuting, like there's that moment which where like that's the only way that Luke destroys the Death Star, which is the only way that the Rebel Alliance is saved, which is the only way that like you can almost do the dominoes falling of like mm-hmm. if, if he yeah. didn't choose to become with the force at that moment, Luke doesn't rise up to def- work with Leia and Han to defeat the Empire. Yeah, he even says to Luke, I'm getting too old for these sorts of things. It's, yeah, it's because yeah. he needs a younger <laughs> Jedi to step in. And he also knows, you know, after having communed with Qui-Gon, that if he passes into the, you know, the the Force, he'll be able to communicate with Luke anywhere in the right. galaxy. Right. And Luke's also the star, this a starfighter pilot who's going to lead this, you know, attack on the Death Star. Um, who knows if if that was foreseen by Obi Wan, but uh, nonetheless, you're that's so that's you're I'm right with you there. Where he that was a major strategy, and that's uh, he gave himself to the Force for that very reason. So it's it's pretty powerful. Yeah, stuff. it's good chosen one sort of evidence. Yeah, I mean, in my head canon, it's sort of you're right. Like he he survived his challenge. He actually won his challenge, and then had to deal with the the burden of it, right? And he did the you know he but he's in his eyes he failed. Because he didn't raise the chosen one, the irony if he really was the chosen one the whole time. But then, yeah, he just yeah. then it's like this slow ascent towards apotheosis, right? He just gets like wiser and wiser, listening community yeah. dead, and then finally, you know, chooses apotheosis, which is my favorite word, and it means becoming one with the gods, right? Well, and, yeah. and having having so heavily damaged Anakin, he almost kept the force in balance. It could have just been two dark lords, mm. you know, fully empowered that are just taking out everybody, but. You know, Anakin is left just uh, you know, a cyborg after that fight, and so it's like right. he almost created a, a, a state of balance. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's interesting, man. You're right because he like that's really Anakin. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting too because I know, but if you also pull in, if you pull in now, like the Qui Gon series, which is canon, right? We know that Obi Wan has had uh, three real battles with 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 uh, Vader. Yeah. Right, like right. the the episode three, uh, what happens in Qui Gon, and then what? Ha- or sorry, uh, Obi Wan, and then what happens in episode four? And each time he kind of is playing. I mean, the first one is like you said, Grant, which I just love this idea of just like basically makes him takes away his Palpatine's toy, you know, yeah. to the fullest that we we yeah. that that Palpatine. He wanted. could have been an absolute weapon, and I yeah. and I mean, yeah, and I feel like instead yeah. you have this sort of uh, this. I guess if you if you're one who subscribes to the idea that maybe there's more midi chlorines in his in his body if he has his full body, that's that's the sort of he, yeah. he leaves him intact but just half a person and so that's yeah, yeah it's it's yeah. it's fascinating that's that's kind of where I think balance was created in that moment where he couldn't 
he couldn't push him into the lava. You know, he just right. Well, he had several chances to kill yeah. Anakin, and then and didn't do it. Like he, you know, he could have killed him again in, um, in the Obi Wan series. It didn't. I mean, it, that's the thing where it's like, well, maybe if I kill him, someone else steps in his place or something. But it's like instead, I'll just leave you underpowered and. And no, no. And, and I mean, he just knows he can't take his brother's life like he just can't. Exactly. I mean, Obi-Wan is the whitest knight of the white knights in all of Star Wars. That's always yeah. my argument, right? Like he can't he can't finish off. And, and and for a good reason, like he totally could. He just he just I, he he's the person. That, he also that, kind he of truly believes the it's emperor defense. had to be. He knew the emperor had to be killed. He was like, we have to kill the emperor if we don't yeah. all is yeah. lost like to Luke and. And that's, of course, it kind of after seeing the rise of Skywalker, you're just like, well, yeah. That's, and, you know, there's so many fans who kind of won't even add the sequels to this sort of equation. But I have to say, like, I mean, it's in it, here. It, it's, it's canon. It's, it's, it's canon. You got to do equation. it. Yeah. It's part of the entirety of what the saga films are. Yep. And uh, and obviously just killing the uh, taking out the emperor was key to restoring, you know, the galaxy, to, uh, peace to the galaxy and whatnot. So I feel yeah. like, yeah, he always knew that. And that's that's another great piece of evidence um, okay. that kind of pays off with Ray. If they wanted to make Ray Obi Wan's granddaughter, I would have been one hundred percent there for that. Sure, as a yeah. secret sort of like yeah chosen one. Um, yeah, that would have been great. The, I'll, I'll add uh, one more little thing. When Ray finds Anakin's lightsaber, she hears Obi Wan Kenobi's. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's very true. These are your first yep. steps as well. Yeah. 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 Uh, and on that note, uh, Ben. Uh, eighth, your last choice. What do you got, guys? You you've we're, been we're stretching. Really it. blown me away. I, but like each time I hear one of you talk, I'm like, no, that's the real joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know. I'm just gonna be boring here. Um, and uh, and just sit back and enjoy the show. But uh, I guess I'm gonna say um, Ben Skywalker. Nice. Okay, yeah, that's a good nice. pick. That's a good. That's pick. a great pick. I love yeah, that. Fantastic. I mean, pick. You know, I had the just Brad. the basic. I'm like, I'm just going to go down the basic lineage here, starting yep. with Anakin and sort of who they've got. And I mean, not a great Jedi presence, right? Petulant child turns to the dark side immediately. Tries to like wave the 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 Sith flag as hard as he can. He he's actually never becomes a Sith, which is interesting. It's very um, interesting. Um, but. You know, it tries to be that person and ultimately can't and um, and and comes around to his destiny to uh, finally defeat the Sith once and for all from the inside. And yeah. uh, I mean, that's kind of all I got there. I mean, like, well, and much like much like Vader's could be an embodiment of balance being, you know, stuck between light and dark. Kylo, I, I think, represents that to an even stronger degree. I feel right. like Kylo is, it really truly is the struggle between light and dark. He is constantly yes. pulled to the light. Yeah. 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 And tries to be with the dark, but he, like, even when he's with the light, he wasn't satisfied there. Like he's like literally stuck in the middle of, of both of them. He is the balance, but it's like, yeah. this is why there are no gray Jedi. It's just sort of like, if you start dabbling in bad things, you're dark side. Yeah. Pulled you're going to get pulled over there. Yeah. 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 Do terrible things. And once you've done that, you're, yep. You're not Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, I mean, his last dying move is to bring is is to save Ray, right? Yeah. Who who is the one able to destroy Palpatine, which is again one of my favorite moments in Star Wars is she yeah. defeats Palpatine through defense. That's it. Right, exactly. <laughs> like and, I yeah, just and, love that moment. It is a weapon of defense. Yeah. Yeah, and she wouldn't have been there with you know, without a exactly. lot of people, but definitely not without Ben Solo there to help. Yeah. 
Which is also, if you think about it, like we talk about Luke training and Lake and Leia training her. I'm not gonna say that Ben trained her, but Ben Solo or Ben Solo is just as, uh, you know, impactful in her journey, right? right? Like her entire mission through half of episode eight and all of episode nine is to basically try to bring him to the light side. Yeah. It's kind of beautiful that we think that it's like Poe who gets the message from Luke Skywalker or Ray getting all these teachings from Luke Skywalker. But with Luke Skywalker sort of um, projecting himself across the galaxy, this sort of like astral projection uh, and sacrificing himself, Kylo does exactly that at the end of the saga films. He sacrifices himself for Ray. Did he not almost think back to what Luke did to him, that sort of mind-bending sort of projection? Did he not think back to that and sort of understand the teachings from that moment, even though it it embittered him and it was uh, sort of to his, uh, you know, jest towards him? You know, it's like, that's... That's powerful stuff when you think about it. So I I love the Ben Ben, Ben Skywalker pick. You know, that's why it's one of my favorite moments in Star Wars is when Ben Solo comes back from Kylo Ren. Because you're right, Grant. It's like there was this flood of teachings from the light side he was holding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel feel the cogs turning in his head. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, And it was like this catharsis where he's like, I can just be good again. I am the ultimate Jedi for a second. (laughs) Like, Yeah, like it's just, yeah, yeah, through all of these things. Yeah, I love that. And I love the fact that like we talked about this idea of the dyad uh, prophecy and is there is there a connection between the dyad prophecy and the chosen one prophecy, right? Are they... Just two sides of the same coin. A right? dyad in the fuss. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like I think we talked about this like <laughs> way back, probably like like two episodes after our like major our three episode <laughs> bender uh, 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 episode nine. It's just like you know, is the dyad just the is is the dyad just the Sith version of the chosen one prophecy? You know, translated yeah, differently, or misread, right? Like, right. and so it's it or does it connect to the rule solo. of two in some way? Yeah, right, yeah. or the rule of two, yeah. Yeah, have they all been misread in some sort of? Thing? Yeah, I mean yeah. that's the other one which you, I can't really do, but I was holding out in case you guys all went bonkers with your picks. But I mean, Ray and Kylo, you could sort of like you could pick a dyad as sort yeah. of chosen. yeah, yeah, sure, for sure. Um, yeah, all right, all right. I'm dying to know, Adam. What a Adam, what do you got? Oh man, all right. So <laughs> number nine, <laughs> there's there's some stuff still left on the board. Um, I, I'll say what I could have gone and didn't go kind of quickly is I I could go Qui Gon. Yeah. You know, Qui Gon's left there. Qui Gon's definitely you can make an argument, but but like I'm less excited by he's that. that first domino. Like he's definitely that. First he's definitely first yeah. domino. But that's like then it's just like domino, 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 yeah, domino, yeah, yeah. domino. He's the domino. finger that pushes the domino. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. I, I, yeah. He plays an important role, but it's hard to say. Uh, if I really wanted to get kind of whatever, I could say like Mace Windu, but I can't quite I can't quite get there. Um, so 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 I, I might go wackier here and, and, and feel me out. I, I will say ninth pick. I don't have a well constructed argument, but I have an argument. All right. Um, sure. I'm going to go with uh, and this might be from reading um, the little golden Star Wars books to my child every night. And she's been obsessed with the sequel trilogy uh, books. Okay. Um I'm going to say uh, FN two one eight seven, also known as Finn. Oh wow! Okay, uh, as as our chosen one, and 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 hear me out. Okay, maybe uh, again late round draft pick. This is where I'm picking my kicker, right? Like I'm just filling out my roster. Yeah. <laughs> sure. um, but there's an argument that could be made, and the fact that that you know we do find out that Finn is force sensitive, 
right? We do find that out in episode nine. And what's fascinating about this is this is the first, one of the first main, or the only first, the only, the only main character in a Star Wars movie that's a Force user that's not part of some legacy bloodline, right? Like every single person we meet is part of this, either the Palpatine bloodline or the Skywalker bloodline. And to me, both of those bloodlines are tainted in some way or another. And that, and that we get this pure, maybe virgins of the force, meaning like a force user, our first main force user after the board has been wiped clean. Yeah. Right. Of all Palpatines and all Skywalkers in terms <clears throat> of this just magnificent battle. That's just basically these, these two families warring to basically destroy each other and who's left at the end? We get a Palpatine who is great. She's wonderful, but she's been fighting the dark side her entire life. She's pulled to the dark. And then we just have this new, the first new kind of force user that might be the first student in the new Jedi Order, which is Finn, right? No last name, no connection to any legacy that we know of. Is just a pure form of the force who may be the kind of the new blood of what the Jedi will be moving forward. Are you forward. saying he's destined to kill Ray and then complete the prophecy? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Now we're talking about like episodes 10, 11, and 12. Sure. Uh, not that I, I love Ray, I by like the way. Ray's one of my favorite Star Wars characters. I'm not wishing her ill. Uh, yeah, but yeah, maybe. But still, yeah. I'm just right, saying. Right, because he is a Palpatine. <laughs> that's a pretty yeah. fun, that's a f fun trilogy, yeah. honestly, as if yeah. the dark side does creep back in Ray and... There's only one person, and then you know the, maybe the person who's best fit to to take her out is a sort of the the, the best warrior yeah, amongst I, their ranks, which is who is Finn, and Finn has now had all his Jedi teachings, and he's like, yeah. there can no longer be Skywalkers or Palpatines. Yeah, they have to go. So imagine this him leading the Jedi Order. Peace. Yeah, but yeah. think about like sure. what we learn about old Jedi stuff. Even the even in the um the the old Republic and everything else is that Jedi are supposed to have no attachments to their lineage, right? They're taken yeah. from their families at a young age that they don't remember. Every main character we've seen in the Star Wars knows who their connection is, is part of that bloodline, mm. and that is a problem, right? And Ray and Finn, I should has say, no has no connection. He doesn't know. He'll never know who his parents are, who any lineage is, and he's just a pure you know, being of the Force. Yeah, well, depends how thorough... Well, he does seem force sensitive uh, in the rise of Skywalker. And yeah, I think he does. He does kind of foresee yeah. some some pivotal things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's definitely. That's, yeah, that's yeah. definitely what they're going for. And that pick. I'm trying to find evidence for you in the sequels. And he just that was the one storyline that I felt could have been. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. It's real hard. Yeah. Really yeah. hit. There's hard an episode out there where we just talk about things yeah. you could have done with Finn. Right, yeah. Finn could have been really hard hitting at I, the end. I know. I yeah. And, this uh, is me wanting to reclaim Finn. It was like just such a great character, and and yeah. and oh boy, I I, I love. I that think they Finn's sensitive. awake. Finn's Finn could have had a really fun awakening in the Force storyline, and yeah. then almost yeah. like him after being sensed by Kylo in the first film. Yeah, started there almost where he does. Oh, 100%. just being able to wield a lightsaber is, I think, proven. Like. JJ yeah. in the first film, I think, does carry forward the like the premise that he very well could use the force. Yeah, is force sensitive well, given that Ky Ben's Kylo senses him. He wields a lightsaber at the end. We know that it's a you know that 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 weapon takes some level of proficiency to wield. Yeah, 
Um, yeah. I do love that idea. Like, I love the idea that I don't mind. I do not mind. I've never really mind that Ray is a Palpatine. I kind of like that idea. There's this nice little like ballet of a, so, you know, it's, it's very much a space opera, right? Like you have sure. one yeah. character, a light side user born of the dark and you have a dark side character born of the light, right? Like yeah. that's, that's very operatic and it's, then contrasty. You have this, it's yeah. very much, it's, it's so yeah. star Wars that people get so angry at it. it drives me wild. Cause I'm like, it is like, yeah, it's actually like the most star classic you could ever do. Yeah. yeah. But then you have this other character who's like, no, I'm just I, I like it'd be amazing to watch someone just kind of go through his journey or their journey through the force, not being part of this larger legacy, which would have been wonderful to watch that. Yeah. And it still yeah. could be if they still could get for sure to go back in the fold, because I, I would. Or what does it mean to be a force builder without the schools of thought? Yeah. Sith or the Jedi. That's kind of the story. Yeah. I'm, just yeah. discovering his own path. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a weird yeah. one. But again. Choice to pick nine. Yeah. <laughs> There's something Never, there. Love you know, it. That's a good pick. Yeah. I mean, I, I would have done a lot more and had a heavier hand with Finn, but they, um, because I have like no sense of subtlety when it comes to thinking about script writing or shows <laughs> that I want to watch. But uh, so like, I he do wields actually, lightsaber in one hand, holds blaster in another for the entirety of the third film. Just yeah, like deflecting you. shots and taking shots. <laughs> That's pretty much it. In like white armor. Yeah. 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 I think we're seeing the same film. I love it. Right. <laughs> Great. But no, I, so for that reason, I really commend. I, I actually like how subtle a touch they used with Finn having this like force sensitivity, and you really have to look to see it. But it's there over and over again. It just it just leaves me wanting more, which is not always. Yeah, amazing, but I, it, um, it's really kind of cool. How, I think it's kind of cool how they did that. They it doesn't know. bother me how they did in episode nine. It's just it's just one of those things where it's just it it it, it was you know Grant as you mentioned it was kind of set up in episode seven and then abandoned in episode eight because they had yeah, other that's focuses. I could have used another little drop in eight, you know, yeah, just something. Yeah. And then if, if you're going to bring it back up in episode nine, you, you that's all you can do or else it's going to feel Ben, as you mentioned, that's the only, super that's heavy the only argument uh, where you could say that, you know, the two, the two directors were veering away from each other. That's the yeah. one argument that I can actually yeah. get behind where I'm that's like, kind yeah, of the I only think one. the, the Finn through line, JJ is trying to restore the force sensitivity there, whereas it, it's totally it's just, vanished in the eighth film. But I know it just it felt kind of like too late at that point to bring it back. Those are and, some and, pretty noticeable swerves, yeah. Yeah, and, and like I don't mind. I think you're right, Grant. That's really the only thing that I butt up That's against. It. That, other than, that, the other and, arguments well, are terrible. I hear I, other arguments. Yeah, where it's I will like, say oh, yeah, JJ didn't follow this through. I'm like, actually, he did. Did you watch the same movie I watched? Exactly. It's all just none yeah. of it. It's 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 there if you want to read into it. Like if you're that determined to like like to to make that decision, you can. I I the 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 Rose stuff I think could have been a little better. But like yeah, if that, Rose and Finn had a real romance in the yeah. third and had a lot of screen time together, and they were sort of really the heart of this new resistance yeah. movement, that could have been fun. Yeah, but, but again, it just uh, we to go back to it better before it would have been it would have been great if they had maybe a plan from from yeah. the jump about what the whole. Sure. What yeah. the whole overarching idea was, but hey, you know, picking nits. <laughs> picking nits. After the Force Awakens, I think Finn is a fantastic pick. You know, if you're mm -hmm. like, yeah, if we were back yeah. in whatever 2015 or whatever, and it was just like Force Awakens just came out, and we were yeah. having this discussion then. I'd be like, good pick, like great pick. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, he, wild. he helps shepherd Ray towards the light and give her yeah. the confidence sure. and that voice that she needs. You know, when she's having dark thoughts, like. He does a lot of work in there. He does. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's kind of wild. We're kind of getting pretty close to the to 10 year anniversary of Force Awakens. I think I think Finn Finn's story alone uh, sort of um, uh, it calls for the need of, of a sequel sequel trilogy. In that, yeah, we need Finn. We need some resolution with Finn. We need to understand what this that his trajectory is. Like, yeah, I still don't know what his trajectory no, is. He's the character I'm most interested to see in his story, and I love Ray. Like Ray is one of my favorite Star Wars characters, but I kind of like know, and not know, but like. I, I, there's not like, I don't know. I do. I know. And yeah. again, any screenwriter can please prove me wrong. It's not like this is the only way to do it, but there's, I have very little questions about what her path is in the galaxy sure. and Finn's just wide open. His story is still wide open to me. Yeah. After touching the dark, it's always going to creep back in her life. We yeah. know that story. It's, 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 yeah. And obviously she's also a sort of white knight figure, a messiah yeah. sort of figure. Um, but yeah, Finn is, I, I really want to see what maybe if, if, if it is true and we are, there, there are rumors that the, they are going to do a story set just after the sequel trilogy. Uh, I would love to see Finn involved. I think that'd be super fun. Yeah, definitely. And we do know from the, uh, summer Lego star Wars summer vacation movie oh, that, right. um, he is, uh, Finn is going to go after, you know, the, the events of uh, Rise of Skywalker to go uh, search out new members for uh, a new Jedi Order. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I would watch the heck out of that. Finn, That's so cool. That's all. Yeah, Finn's a fascinating character to me because, like, be great. If you really want to sort of prognosticate where he could go, it's I have to think he is going to be this sort of like guardian of Ray's new temple and sort of yeah. you know yeah, but be a jack of all trades maybe like. Use yeah, a yep. blaster, use a lightsaber, use the force, but also just be this, you know, a staunch hero for he whatever, is, I, whatever war is up ahead, you know, given given its you know, star. He is force. the purest of heart, I feel yeah. like, of all the characters of Star Wars. And I love that fact that he comes from being a, a stormtrooper. I mean, to the point where, like, again, my daughter, she's obsessed with The Force Awakens little golden book. That's like every every night. Mm-hmm. And like in that, the illustrations show him as FN two one eight seven until he like changes, and she her, she's two and a half, so she points at everything, saying, "What's that? What's that? What's that?" So I just name <laughs> all the characters. We talked That's about Den- we we talked about the bounty hunters a couple weeks ago, but she points, and when he's in stormtrooper ga- ga- garb, if I say that's Finn, she goes, "No." <laughs> it's FN two one eight seven, and the second he's wearing post jacket, post jacket, then that's Finn. Which is like it's it's such like through the eyes of children, right? Where you just watch that, you're like, oh, that is like that is like you, you watch him kind of change into Finn, right? Like after that moment, and just coming from being a stormtrooper to being like the most purest of heart right. in Star Wars yeah. is kind of a beautiful thing. You could say he has the sort of Vader like transformation in his first scene, right? Like he sheds the armor and 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 yeah, chooses the light, like, and that's how we meet him, which is kind of a cool. You know, and if somehow there's going to be a resurgence of stormtroopers or some sort of enemy force in a in a sequel story, who better to uncover that those armies or those troopers than a former trooper, you know, a soldier yeah. like Finn? He's a great sort of spy character mm. who can yeah. go out there and maybe f- identify what could be a new army. Yeah, yeah. he's a, he's a great character, a great uh, to, for as catalyst for a new story set after the sequel trilogy. So. Yeah, he would be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I would love to see more stories. John Boyega is such a fun actor to watch. So I thought he was just getting started. Like, he brought so much energy to the role where I, I was know. like, where's the series after this? Where's, like, he? That's that character just got its legs, like, 
right at the end of the the, the films there that you almost mm-hmm. swap more. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I'm having thoughts about like what a sequel sequel like first order could look like and just like more damaged and like more scrappy armor and like it's just a remnants and they're just like a they're just like a, a militia a roving militia looking for a purpose and they're much smaller yeah <laughs> kind of fun. well i always think of like the old eu where you get the uglies which were all the um the spaceships that the revenues which are kind of like together from like tie fighters x-wings and like like just like this real like militia just really like yeah. half of them are missing parts of their yeah. armor they're wearing like cut out helmets like just like real just like yeah yeah it could be kind of cool it could be there's definitely something there yeah they'd have to change their name I, from the first order to something else because they wouldn't look very orderly but um, no yeah anyways <laughs> well if it could be a larger mandalorian war that happens in the sequel sequel trilogy yeah it doesn't, I, be, it doesn't have to be uh, it doesn't have to be first. that. I don't. Yeah, I can't so, imagine but, them going back to the stormtrooper well again. It just I, for depends a while. how close to it, and I feel like they would milk. Yeah. Oh, well, we have to change the remnants again. It's just an excuse to have stormtroopers every once in a while drop in, and I can yeah. see doing it. I, it's not necessarily what I want. I'd say I would prefer they go a different way. It's but so. It's but it's you're right. But it's tough. Like, cool. you know. Yeah, there's definitely something there. That was almost a series. Like it, it's almost like his his care the premise for his character is almost the perfect premise for like a series which is yeah a stormtrooper you know like a stormtrooper series and you know i i would argue they wouldn't do that just given that finn represents that in the saga films that they there's kind of no need to do that story but um that's kind of why in andor we're getting the uh the sort of like security officer turned maybe imperial officer we're not really diving into stormtroopers it's not yeah really a thing um but no kind of a fun would be a fun show maybe like finn there's something there finn still you know operating as a stormtrooper might be a fantastic show john boyega still looks incredibly young like but obviously i don't know that's that's we're way past that kind of point but yeah no i actually am just thinking like the taika watiti still looking for an idea like if he it would be a better series than a movie but like he would make a laugh out loud funny stormtroopers like series. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Doing, making it like like very serious and doing some things, but also having it be like very like Jojo Rabbit yeah. sort of like making fun of themselves as they're you know, because they're space Nazis and all that and just sort of like yeah. hypocrisy but of it. And there could be some fun. You stuff. could almost do that in terms of like also like uh like the Battlestar Galactica series. Like I always think about that that show I always connect to when they would cut back to the, I think they're they're called the Viper pilots. Would cut back to the like barracks and they're like playing cards and just like, yeah. like that would be kind of awesome to watch like stormtroopers going through that, but also like off, you know, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. in their barracks. Like, what are they like humans? And then you could mm-hmm. get a little more. I mean, it's it would be definitely a dark series, right? Even yeah. if you did some comedic stuff because you're dealing with basically space Nazis. <laughs> but there's something there. Yeah, yeah, from very a lot of different aliens and whatnot. Yeah. But tortured and pressured and you know, conscripted, dog eat yeah. dog and fighting yeah. to raise go up the ranks. So like that. yeah, and we've seen it in the comics. They've done good jobs with yeah. it, like the the Han Solo uh, Imperial Cadet series. Sure, yeah, yeah. was yeah. good. Yeah, nice. All right, well, we would diverge there a little bit, um, but uh, worth it. I love that the person we talked about was Finn. Uh, <laughs> makes perfect sense. You're welcome. <laughs> um and uh yeah that was actually real i learned something today like i yeah. always 
you guys, but yeah. I learned a lot today um, and really made me think about all these characters in a whole different way. And now I got to go buy an Obi-Wan Kenobi lightsaber, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you do. Or three. Um, anywho, um, that was great. Uh, we will be back soon with another episode of Core World News. I'll say next week. It could be this week. We don't know. We'll figure it out. We had Bad Batch coming next week. Um, yeah, Bad Batch. Just yeah, that from tomorrow. So maybe we'll just hit you there. Maybe we'll have one in the middle. It'll be a, a wee surprise. Um, but uh, thanks very much for listening. Uh, Happy New Year, everyone. May the force be with you. This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at Core World News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you, and good night. Remember, the force will be with you always.